up, everyone? Welcome back to Cork Stats Freaky Friday Edition, powered by the Mayo Media Net here on YouTube and presented by Jock Market, the daily fantasy app where we actually make money. And we even made a few friends while we're doing it. Download the app for free. You use the code MMN Mayo Media Net. They're going to match the first $100 for free. If it's free, it's for me. We're up in the jock market every single day making money. How about that for a novel idea? Doing exactly what we do. Me, you, and the Cork Stats crew. It's your host, Big Johnny Stud, baby. Follow me up on Twitter at MLB Moving Averages, at MLB Moving AVG on the Bird app. Man, we had Aaron Hicks yesterday. Yes, we did. And we have this kind of laser-focused individual sport split thing going on and it is working and the people are responding i've seen tons of green screens and i know people are playing jock market again just having aaron hicks pretty much made you profitable yesterday we were okay otherwise mount castle did not return a profit but mancini did a few of our guys did and that's really how you do it i think we really want to keep our portfolio narrow right baseball offers us opportunities every single day sometimes multiple slates we'll get into that and we'll just Look at making profit. Again, if you are new to Jock Market, we're going to give you the names. We're going to give you the prices. And I think we're really just not chasing chalk. And I think that's what it's all about. We've seen now with the ball starting to move, players can hit home runs and not return a profit. And I think that's all we needed to see. We pretty much have a cap. I've been, I've been, I think it actually works, right? The 666, man, the Wade's World Baseball, it's the leprechaun. You know, so we want to, Probably cap at 666. Let's call it that. I absolutely love that. Listen, some guys, like if you can get judged for a touch above it, you'll make exceptions. But let's call 666 the cutoff mark. So the $100 is more than enough to make some noise. I've seen some people talking about, wow, I'm up like 70% in the last couple weeks. I can't believe it. Yeah, that's what happens when you make 5%, 8%. And it doesn't look like anything. But we're this is a profitable venture, man. I wish I could say the same for the betting. We've been around even. It's been up and down. But I guess that's the nature of betting. This, I mean, this probably means it's an edge. This is that's what an edge is. All right, so let's get into it. We're doing the three pillars of profit here at Cork Stats and Mayo Media Net for the audio only listeners. Please rate, review, and subscribe. Press that thumbs up button, like, and comment, and all that stuff. People are actually doing it, which I love. Tag Pat Mayo himself. Tag Mayo Media Net on social media. I love it. I know he loves to see it. I mean, he built this brand on interaction and genuine people and a genuine following. And again, if you're following this work, I really only think it takes about 10 minutes to see. You can't fake this kind of funk. And now we're really going to bring the heat 115 off the crack of the bat, as always, before we get out of here for the week. And guess what? We got a new graphic. That's right, man. Always kind of stepping it up. I've been trying to make a bit of an amalgamation from my sheet that I was doing that I don't always get to. I know there's a lot going on in this show, but it's also early in the day. We have weather. We have lineups and all things that are changing. You follow me on Twitter, but I've been doing VEASAN appearances regularly. It's very tough for me to get everything out. I'm at the point where I pretty much need a staff. So I want to try and get as much of it out in the meantime, and then have people, again, audio-only listeners, I have graphics. If you can get over to YouTube and grab a screenshot, you can. If not, tag me on Twitter. I'll post them. The same thing for the entire applied team totals and the starting pitcher ranks and all the other stuff we're bringing to you every single day. I mean, we run the algo, score the games. If you're sticking around with me and Mayo Media Net, you are just on top of it all. Fantasy, betting, and DFS, the three pillars of profit here at Cork Stats. Let's dive up into the stack attack. First up, it's Los Tigres, the Detroit Tigers, eight mile up against Berrios. Yes, he's off a really good start. We've seen 
I think the light bulbs start to go off a bit. Splits are really starting to matter, home and road, and I think it's because of the ball, which really makes sense because we've talked about the handling of it. This is not conspiratorial. This is data-backed, but also anecdotal from the people talking about it. And I think, I think we've seen a ton of that. And now it's enough to not say we just go after everything all in, but let's really keep an eye on this because we know that, meaning the ball in Toronto and Barrios' home is X. I can't tell you what it is, but it's X because it's consistent. And on the road, it's inconsistent. And if pitchers are relying on grip, it actually leads to intuition right that that would make sense and if we start to see it materialize which we have what you're talking about big johnny it's a 542 era 1-4 whip on the season remember right now it's all about splits in my opinion three era at home a 7-2-8 era on the road for joe berry's nine percent swing and strike rate on the season paired with a 90 percent in zone contact rate 43 fly ball plus 48 hard hit plus 13 barrel on the year equals the more than two home runs per nine we've seen on the road he's particularly struggled with lefties 819 expected slug to lefties with four home runs year to date on the fastball i'm looking at harold castro 862 ops against righties his last 55 plate appearances we've mentioned him on the fantasy show i hope you added him he's played his way into an everyday role he's been awesome 17 percent barrel 13 percent blast against right-handed fastballs year to date talk about context up in the piece here man where else you getting this stuff at the crack of dawn baby plus austin meadows with a 13 percent barrel rate on the year versus fastballs his number is not as impressive and that's where i want to get it where you see the star rating right so the bomb is the highest rating i could give i actually had a castro ring for a home run today although i'm not really playing home run props but depending on the price right so castro is the kind of player who might have a home run prop at 450 500 or above where we want to be i do not pay for home runs ever at 300 or below i'd much rather look for total base props so if you see a bomb or two stars that's a total base prop if it's plus money, right? So we always want to be setting parameters. I never want to send you out into the wild. And remember, more plays does not mean more money risk. It just means less money risk per play. It's very important. I you know I am playing every single thing that I recommend. You see me up at Jock Market. I always have betting tickets, okay? It's very important to me that I'm, we're going to lose at points, but it's very important to me that people are not getting into trouble. It's very important. Once you've set what you can risk, that is what you can risk regardless of the amount of action that you take. All right, let's get back into it. So Harold Castro getting the highest rating. Austin Meadows with the two stars because I think I saw like a plus 135. So keep an eye on the total base prop for Meadows. Now that I think about it with the other stats, I kind of wish maybe that was one star. If I revise later on, again, follow me on Twitter or on Patreon. A lot of that stuff is free. Next up, it's that same game. We're looking at Blue Jay Bats against the other Erod, Erod 2.0, Elvin Rodriguez, with a 10-13 ERA, 1-7 whip, and plus 1,000 OPS on the year. 10% walk rate, 52 fly ball, and a better than 12% barrel has equaled what class? Brrr, more than three home runs per nine. Hachi Machi Liberace, that'll land you on a midnight bus to Tuscaloosa. But it's been an even split, three home runs to lefties, three home runs to righties. I checked in to the Arsenal splits. It's just been a bad fastball to both sides plus 700 x slug on that fastball with a single digit whiff rate yikes that's not going to do it so we're looking for 
guys on Toronto that hit fastballs from righties. Let's get at it. It's Matt Chapman first off, 19% barrel, 14% blast with a better than 1,000 OPS last 35 plate appearances against righties. You see Chapman again with the bomb. You can get with him with the total base prop for sure. Next up, Teoscar Hernandez, better than a 1,000 OPS, last 40-plus plate appearances, 16 barrels, 16 blasts against fastballs. Get with him. Springer also on the list, 13 barrel, 10 blasts, but the more recent production has not been there. So that's where the single star comes in, and we're, we're talking about jock market, right? If you're familiar with the Patreon sheets, you've seen the stars have like a dollar rating, right? So the bomb will take us up to the 666. Let's say the two stars is probably a 550 centered going up 575. And the single star is more like a 450, 475. If Springer gets above five bucks, I'm not going to go there. I'd rather focus on the cheaper players. And back to that point, I know we've had players succeed like that. And I think that's a very good way for the newbies, right? Look at these players, put them all on the favorite list in jock market. And once we're getting close to the IPO, just sort by price and look for everybody that's under 475 let's say because automatically if you bring on the model i think you're a five dollar player so even five bucks and remember you also on top of that made lots of learning going on today you could set a five dollar order early in the day the only reason i don't like to do that is not so much if they're not in the lineup because if they're not in the lineup they won't go for more than a buck and you'll get that dollar back and may cost you a cent or two per share it's more like weather at the last minute and if things get played up bought up the shares and then they get canceled you could eat that so that's the reason you want to be careful early but if you do put a five dollar bid it is a limit order if it closes at three you get the extra money back so no worries there next up we're going back to baltimore man i kind of stunk yesterday i had baltimore to win uh and that was a home split see i actually thought it was more of a park environment thing right kansas city being a uh environment like a good pitching park and it wasn't so Jordan Lyles with extreme splits. I thought it was, again, pitching parks, and it wasn't. It was home road. He got lit up. So, again, I keep ending up on this same thing. So, we're not going all in blind, but the data is continuing to validate it. We're going to probably look back and say we were the first on this. I mean, whatever. This is, we kind of get used to it when you roll with us. That's just what people are doing here, right? I mean, it's not for this handsome face. So, we're looking at Baltimore lefties against John Heasley. He's been pretty rough. 4-6. ERA not as bad as you think from the guys we generally circle here, but 1-7 whip, 8-10 OPS. Remember, three points on a line. Any two points make a line. The third one, no. So, whipping ERA doesn't always mean much. Add in OPS. That'll tell you the truth. And the reason is a 15% walk rate. How about a negative K minus walk? 44 hard hit, 24 line drive, which you know matters a lot this year. Is a plus 400 expected Woba. Year to date, plus 1100 OPS to lefties. Oh my goodness. On the fastball, plus 900 X slug and four home runs. So we're looking at Cedric Mullins in particular, plus 400 X Woba, 13 barrel, eight blast against right handed fastballs. And Santander has been pretty good with a double digit barrel rate so far on the year against fastball righties as well. I. Am dumb and I didn't copy and paste that second name Santander. This says Austin Meadows for the video people. Sorry, it's my first go around. I always make a mistake and I'm very sorry, but I cannot go back and do it again. But maybe we'll, uh, I'll Photoshop it over and I'll laugh at myself. Gosh, man, I'm really like, die live TV. Such is what it is. All right, last stack. Remember, I did mention split slate. I'm just trying to be on top of everything, all things to all people, but if all your playing is DFS, and I am playing winner-take-all. All these guys are DFS 
viable, which is why you see that last name on the list, Bobby Dalback, in the last slate, because we're always looking for some price relief. Hat tip to my boy J.P. Perlazzo, who put me on to that term. Boston righties versus Marco Gonzalez. I'm not buying what he's selling with the 3.5 ERA. That's Fugazi. 1-3-4 whip, 750 OPS, 7% K-minus walk to 90% in-zone contact rate, nearly two home runs per nine, and eight home runs to righties. But he's really struggled with lefties, which is weird. Again, not always do splits materialize in opposite-handed. Some we've mentioned this. Sometimes it's a matter of break an issue, again, with the ball in particular. So I think you got to be looking for... I put cheap Devers in quotes. Now... A has a plus 1,000 OPS against lefties last 40 plate appearances. But I don't want to pay up for it because it is a shorter slate. And if he gets up again above into that $7 range, no thank you. But if people are thinking lefty, lefty, and not into it, we'll circle Devers. If not, we're certainly looking for J.D. Martinez, Xander Bogarts, and Trevor Story, all but the 1,000 OPS against lefties lately. They're killing it. And Dalback has been good as of late, not just pumping them because I liked them coming into the season. All right, so we got to giddy up a little bit. Um, on to the fantasy side. You know, the Friday show, it just... It was not really happening. It really wasn't happening. For all the work I was putting in, and we really weren't getting enough juice for all that squeeze. So I think today we just wanted to talk about the state of fantasy right now. Spent five minutes or so just talking about fantasy in general. It has to do with a lot of the changes that we've seen. And sometimes maybe it is right that um, first Bueller quote, right? To stop and kind of smell the roses, right? Make sure we don't miss what's going on. So I think we've seen a pretty definitive change. And it's not in the ball, it's it's in the weather and the way that's impacted the ball because of the use of the humidor and more so because of the inconsistent use in the way it's handled, I should say, in the inconsistent handling of the ball and how that matters so much. And maybe this will be the feather in the cap, right? And this is the lesson. I don't know if everyone has heard, but it really is important. And this comes from my past life when I was a commercial electrician. Shout out to all my local three all my union laborers out there, you know, earning living wages, earning the weekend for everybody, man. Yeah, you're mad at unions. could be mad about the weekend then. So I love that for the people who brought you the weekend. But in that um, past life, you know, you, you I learned some lessons, right? Now, I always wanted to be productive. You could probably tell that. I like to get out of my to get out of the box every single day and be productive. It's the best way to assure a productive day. Remember, you always want your boss living on the biggest house on the highest hill because the money comes down. You know, get paid, earn, and get paid, make money always. And we always try and do one last thing before you go, right? So as a commercial electrician, right? You get set up for the next day. You can't maybe hang something. Again, I did real commercial work. We're talking 165,000 KVA bus loops, like building, you could probably tell, right? I'm a maniac. Top of skyscrapers, building drawbridges. Like I was not into like pulling wire indoors. Like I was outside in manholes, building the subway during emergency stuff, sandy emergency repair, like really heavy duty heavy duty kind of stuff I really like to think that I helped you know after Sandy in New York City broke down we tried to get it back but this stuff matters right so before we left we tried to do one more thing and I know I'm going around but it's worth it right and we we're, we mark you know you mark holes where you want to hang the next thing the next day and that's it could be incredibly helpful however depending on the weather you get the next day and you put the thing up and the holes don't match up the weather matters. Physics matter. Like, earth science is real. You know, for all the stuff we learned growing up, it doesn't matter. I can't imagine, I can't believe how much stuff I remember from, like, eighth grade earth science. Because it matters. We talk about condensation and, and, and expansion of metal. It is the reason for so many things that confuse people. It really is. So, the way that applies to baseball, then you can see is, 
it's not just that the humidor is affecting the ball in itself. And again, it's not just humidor is offense because humidors bring equilibrium, right? So if it was humid, it will dry it. And if it is dry, it will add humidity, right? So that's really the thing. We're looking for the balls in the humid air and not the other way around. Although we also heard, well, here's a double feather right here. And if my uh, boy Zach Waxman, or you've heard me mention before, right now he's putting out some really impactful stuff, and it matters to people that care. His last podcast episode with Rudy Gamble is phenomenal, and if you really care about like the underpinnings of projections and how to use stuff, it matters. And Rudy mentioned wind and how it's impacted certain stadiums very much, and and that again, this is part of it, right? So this kind of weather puzzle that's being put together in real time. We're building a boat. In the middle of the ocean so we're going to make some mistakes but we should be paying attention to data validation and not so much married to the past so i think that's why i've i've been able to stay on top of it right? i think again I, you know at the athletic colleague of mine just put out how like pitching stats matter more recently well i've been saying that for years you know what i mean and not like in a dull moment dull, but i've been saying that for years and nobody listened because i'm a nobody which is fine but i've been saying that and i've been trying to data back that the best i can i'm also limited because i'm stupid so back to the point with the ball and why this matters is so it's weather impacting humidity the use of the humidor and the inconsistent handling and now to wrap this up again you know me i'm just we're not just making stuff up here we're not just throwing stuff the wall is legit you had players and and uh front office people and staff people i should say talk about how the, the handling's inconsistent and you like you'd expect the yankees of course are paying for a room that is you know hermetically sealed and taking care of the ball and keeping it a certain way because you know they're gonna do that and then other teams that are cheaper like oakland or the rockies or whatever are putting them in a potato sack and throwing them in the corner where nobody cares about them in between after it came out of the humidor so that's one of the effects that we're having trouble with they're Major League Baseball is trying to balance the effect. I know we're blaming them because they are stupid and they are mishandling it. And if they were hiring smart people like myself, they'd be on top of the fact that the material matters, right? So all these stories all at once and all this stuff, I hopefully tied in together for you how these things matter and the things that we will be looking at and why the home splits matter. It's like, oh, home split, we chase fan graph stats. It's, it's just not how it works. More to it than that, right? So splits are not always cross because of pitch movement and home road now because of ball handling, right? So we're putting, we're trying to, we're not guessing, we're inferring because it's data back. So hopefully that was pretty cool and you learned something about it. What we're doing right now in fantasy and then to fantasy itself is swings and misses have never been more important, right? We're back to that. The contact pitchers that we're not getting swing and misses are not probably going to continue to be any good. So believe it or not, a guy like Paul Blackburn does get whiffs on that sinker, so I think he'll be okay. But we've seen some other contact guys get beat up, and that's where I was going with Marco Gonzalez. So I think hopefully we're tying all the stuff in together. That's the first two pillars of profits. We did a whole bunch of daily stacks with a new graphic and a little fantasy stuff. Maybe Friday, maybe that's what we'll do is just kind of take a breath and go, I was trying to do all this with every team, with every lineup and every platoon. I'll be honest, I caught it myself. And if you're interested in that, I'd really love to promote my friends, uh, Casey Bubba and Ryan Bloom, uh, Bloomy from um, HQ, Bloomfield of HQ. We're doing a Bubba and the Bloom podcast. So check out Bubba on Twitter, uh, B.D. Entrick, E-N-T-R-E-K, and they did an excellent job with what I was doing, but they did better because they were taking longer to do it. And I think that's important, right? So we want to be 
self-aware here's a double feather again of self-auditing their own work right just because you're working hard doesn't mean you're going anywhere and it has to be productive so i was working super hard it wasn't productive i was getting what i needed somewhere else and hopefully brought you something that you can't get anywhere else that's really going to impact you and i hope that's really what you appreciate here and i think that earned the like button if you really dug that you're not hit getting that kind of stuff anywhere else which i know you're really not because it doesn't exist Press the like button, please. I can't believe how much this matters in this algorithmically driven metric world where everything matters. And it's like, ugh, you know, you have not enough likes and not enough views and you're done. <laughs> and it's like, oh my God, but people love this stuff, you know, and then you, you be gone and you, the reaction is like, does it meet the, you know, interaction of what was going on? So let's get into the last one. Let's turn this betting thing around. Let's turn the bets around. All right, we're starting to mix it up a little bit. I don't know. I hope it doesn't come off scrambled. But again, the most important thing to me, I'd rather come off scrambled than lose people money, right? So uh, the reason that it's hard for me to plant such a flag is it's so early. I mentioned weather and things mattering more than ever. Wind data being noisy, something Rudy mentioned again on the podcast with Zach. It matters, and that matters particularly with total. So yeah, I highlight them. As hits, these are model hits. My model, I believe in. So when people say, would you take these? Yes, I absolutely believe in these. And now we're only doing pricing that matters. If you notice here, the audio-only listeners, I'm going to walk you through it. But the people that see the graphics, you see it's split now because we have some totals. On the bottom, we have some total base props. And total base props, if you follow my NFL betting, the reason that was so successful is because we take on so many underdogs now if you're taking total base props and you get two underdogs in particular a plus 125 now both of these are not but if you do get them and a lot of them are and you hit one you know your own path would really be great right again most people are looking to double triple and quadruple every single day that's just not what you get here our losses are small a lot of times our wins are small and then when we hit the parlays and have the big days and have the big weeks that's when we really pump forward and that's kind of when we accelerate our risk and try and lean into the winning you know again hopefully stuff you're learning here and how i am able to stay in the game even when i lose because it's not like i bet all the time because i never lose or have an infinite amount of money i will admit i have a well-funded operation but i think i've pretty much drawn up you could you could bet my system with a thousand bucks to start it's very hard with a hundred dollars because you really need some fractional betting and i know places have minimums especially on props and stuff and parlays and stuff they don't want people like us micro betting and housing them that's pretty much the reason why you know you'll even notice this to DraftKings that they don't supply all the f5 bets in the same place they don't want you to have the information like think about why there should be three boxes always we're very familiar with this run line money line and the over under DraftKings, a jillion dollar operation with a super awesome interface that's mega fast has two separate pages one with the run line in the total and then a separate page with just the money line that makes absolutely no sense they don't want you hip to f5 betting they don't want you seeing the price discrepancy because people like me have been calculating spreads with dollars and now are becoming more popular because we are smart and the other people that sell no run first inning parlays to idiots are stupid and lose i mean listen you know whatever they're kind of losing is the kind of losing to end you up with a dead account because there's no accountability and there's no there's no process there it's just long odd parlays you know no model backing whatever all right let's get into this let's handicap it really quick before we get out of here have an awesome weekend i hope you really enjoyed the show today this is the stuff i really enjoy doing you know more than anything is nobody cares about tomorrow's breakdown it's more about you know 
what have we learned? How, what about the inputs, right? If we're talking about caring about the inputs and the stats, why are we not care about the input in our own work, our own self? You know, like that's what matters more than anything. So a lot of the analysis we went through already because um, they're games we've covered. So the first one on the board, I have Toronto and Detroit, F5-0-4.5. Would not be surprised if this one went to 5. We mentioned the struggles of Barrios on the road and Elvin Rodriguez. The Toronto offense is a crazy hot right now. They could supply us with the 5 on their own. But if Barrios gives up the two-run shot that I expect or Castro yokes him even for one, we're probably going to get this one. So um, give us that total, but we're going to keep an eye on the weather. So I'm trying to answer all questions for all people because... I guess I'm popular because my DMs start to go off. I'd rather people tag me so I could share the information with everybody, but you guys, people know me well enough to know that I'm going to answer your DMs and talk to you forever and we'll become friends and that's just how I do it, man. You know, I really dedicate myself to this. It means a lot to me that what we're building here, you know, sticks. And it means more than, again, just a game breakdowns or some bet at the end of the day. All right, next up, we got Cincinnati Reds. Love seeing my boy Castillo pitching the way that he has been lately. I think the way that he started has kind of soured people on him. Um, although the ERA has begun to drop, the underpinnings of Luis Garcia are fantastic, exactly what we hoped for, you know, plus 50% ground ball, the 5% barrel, 314 expected wobe, I mean, crushing righties, everyone's really struggling, he looks fantastic against St. Louis and Palante, who I never really heard of before, you know, you see the 11% walk rate, I know the Cardinals offense is okay, but for 15 outs, we're going against the Rook, so give me Cincinnati at plus money for the F5, and if you're okay with the juice, this would be a spot where I think it's okay to pay the juice to get the plus uh, run there. Although I, I, I haven't lately. I'm just taking it. Cincinnati is kind of hitting, so I'll, I'll go with that. Then I have the two total base props over one and a half. They're both a plus money. We mentioned them both already. No need to break it down. If you skip to the end, you'll have to go back to the beginning and check it out because we really already laid it out. It's Harold Castro and Teoscar Hernandez both going over one and a half. And also, I have a site that will let us parlay them. And I've been kind of par. I'll take all of them, all of our hits and kind of parlay them for the minimum and see because you never know. And those are always fun as well. Some guys have a... Uh, single base parlay that is very hard to get. I think Matt Chapman did. So I wanted Chapman on this list, but Chapman had a single base parlay and it was juiced up like minus 170. Yeah, I think he for sure he gets it. I don't bet that, but if you do bet that kind of stuff, he, I think that's a certainty as well. So I think that'll do it, everybody. Man, we're over the 25-minute mark. I normally like to get out of here by then, but I won't see you for two days. So hopefully you enjoy the show. Please download the Jock Market app use the code mmn get that free hundred bucks and check us out today use the names that we gave you harold castro i'm sure will be extremely cheap really cross my fingers it depends on how popular we are it's funny i'm actually driving up the prices for ourselves and we're still we're still beating the market remember inherent leverage that price is our own in DraftKings. you don't own the price the the you know the the authorities determine price and the public must deal with that and it doesn't move and jock market right demand moves prices so if somebody's cheap it's somebody we want and the last thing is in whenever we have an over backfill into those games in both daily play for winner take all DraftKings and in jock market so anybody in that game if there's a sub four dollar player those at-bats are worth it. I've noticed that as well. I'll circle back at the last few minutes and backfill with that. So sorry to run on, but, you know, I, this stuff matters and we're making money and that's why we're making money because we actually care and put in the extra work. So that'll do it from the big dude with the big mouth from the big apple, big Johnny Stud and Mayo Media Net, tag Pat Mayo at the PME on Twitter, tag Pat Mayo. 
get up in the comments, hit the like button. Pretty, pretty pleased with sugar on top. I'll see you on Monday. Enjoy your weekend. Enjoy the games. Enjoy your day. When we're done with the book, enjoy that pay, everybody. Yo, I check is on the flip side. And when you work this hard, it feels a lot less like luck, yo. Peace.